symbols. All we do is rock low symbols. All we do is rock low symbols. Come on by and welcome to the Superbeat Podcast. Season premiere, uh, season number four, episode number 31. It is I, Polo Parata. Uh, Jay Flatbush is uh, getting ready for the Super Bowl, so he will not be here. You know, I don't watch the Super Bowl because my Cowboys are not in it. So screw <laughs> both teams. Uh-huh. And I hope you enjoy watching the halftime show because I will not watch none of it. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you guys for still supporting the podcast. We are at 1.6 million views on YouTube and counting. So I want to say thank you first and foremost. And this is the first podcast of season number four. So I had to bring one of my uh, longtime friends. And he brought his wife, who is the original little wife. Little wife. Yes, so um, who am I speaking to right here? Yeah, yeah. What up, hip-hop? What up, world? Rack Low, Polo Godfather, co-founder of the Low Life Movement, established 1988. And um... Just, you know, um, a force, a force in the culture. Um, somebody that's one of the front lines representing it, um, hard body, um, constantly um, connecting people, connecting to different cultures on an international scale. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, just here to just make sure the, the culture move forward mm-hmm. in a positive direction, you know, productive direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who else we have here? Original wife, Sheena, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Sheena. Yeah, <laughs> the last time I saw it, actually... The last time I saw you guys, I interviewed you, you guys for um for the old podcast. If you remember, uh, Low Deuce on the Goose, not this year, the last year mm-hmm. when it was raining like crazy. Mm-hmm. 2020, 2019? Yeah. yeah. It was 19. raining like cats and dogs. 19, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, so how you guys been doing? You know, how you guys been holding up? We are still going through the pandemic known as COVID-19. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, how are you guys, how are you guys dealing with it? Yeah, you know, just... um. Just, you know, maintaining, just really trying to stay away from big events, mm-hmm. you know, um, just trying to stay safe, you know, um, with the home vibes, um, just staying productive, active, but indoors, you know, mm-hmm. um, constantly being creative and just pushing the envelope forward, you know, like, but also just staying connected to um, family members, you mm-hmm. know, close family and making sure everybody's in a good state. Yeah, family you know, is def- yeah. definitely important right about now, you know. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know, that's all you got to fall back on because, like, you know, like you were saying, like, going through COVID, um, a lot of stuff closed down. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff you just couldn't do. You know, you couldn't do, re- yeah. you know what I'm saying, regular stuff. Right. You know, can't even go to a restaurant. You know right. what I'm saying? So you have that family backbone. And I know you guys have, you know what I'm saying, you do, you have, you have a, I say, a, I don't want to say a big family, but you have a family that's very connected because yeah. I see you on, like, online. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're always doing, fam- when you can do family or yeah. stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, so uh, rack. So, are you gonna say something? No, no, I was gonna say that yeah. it was the um, pandemic was, mm-hmm. you know, it came on us unexpectedly, mm-hmm. but it was uh, in a lot of ways a good thing because it allowed you to tap into your creativity mm-hmm. because all you had was all you had to do was like time to think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think that it helped us to recognize what's important mm-hmm. in life mm-hmm. and allow us to tap into and become more more creative. Mm-hmm. So that's why nothing stopped because yeah. we was able to say, hey, you know what? We're going to be wearing masks for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so let's see what we can do about that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It, it really opened up doors for other things that we probably would not have explored mm-hmm. had this not happened. Yeah, because that's one thing I like about you guys. You guys are always busy. I mean, it's all the creative. 
what I'm saying? Being creatives. Yeah. Always yeah. coming out with something, even if it's a pen or it's, or you didn't got hats, so you got mm-hmm. you know the the pullover over there over mm-hmm. there. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you guys always like it's always something. Like it yeah. seems like y'all like got like a plan, y'all write stuff down. Okay, we're gonna bring this out this month, this month, this month. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. what it seems like on the outside. Yeah. Right. But know? it's really so generic. Like yeah. we just sitting down and I say, you know, I might say to him, you know, why don't we do this and do that? And he's like, <laughs> Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, this mm-hmm. is we just have this conversation, like, you know, after work, because yeah. we both still work during the COVID and everything. Right, right, we work right. from home. That's awesome. And yeah. stuff. So right. we spend a lot of time together. So it'll be like, you know, just hanging out in the living room and a commercial or something come on and mm-hmm. we're like, oh, what about this? And that's how we do it. Yeah, because yeah. you guys been doing, listen, I know, I can remember when Rack was, he brought out them raccoon sneakers like <laughs> years ago. I'm talking about like yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So Rack always, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You guys always have been just creators and just, yeah. just like making your own way, way. Like, you know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. guys rock low, but you know what I'm saying? You'll still create other stuff to wear. You can wear your own stuff. Yeah. You know, I think and, that's like um like one of our strongest points mm-hmm. that um like from the beginning we've been like self starters. Mm-hmm. And um through that mentality and that motivation, we've been able to like sustain mm-hmm. without relying on um outside influences mm-hmm. to keep us afloat in the life, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um I'm big on self investment. You know, like putting my own money up mm-hmm. to have my dreams come to reality, you mm-hmm. know? Um I feel like doing it that way, I have more control of the narrative, the process, mm-hmm. and the ownership, you right. know? And I can really give other people opportunities as well, mm-hmm. you know? But yeah. at the same time, control the storyline. Yeah, because that's important, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You, 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 know, you need to control your own narrative, not have someone else control it for right. you. you know right, saying? definitely. Uh-huh. People always out there want to be like, oh, he's doing this, but I did that to gain mm-hmm. Right. Uh, yeah. And, you know, sometimes people do it from the wrong... Yeah. When, you, when it happens like that, it's not really successful. Because it comes from the wrong place mm-hmm. when you're mm-hmm. trying to emulate, yeah. you know, and, and f- from a negative standpoint. Right. Because everybody could be a part of the process. A lot of people choose not to mm-hmm. because they they don't see the value. Right. You know what I mean? So when you have a vision and you see the value in it before it even gets off the ground, mm-hmm. you know, so your, the, the level of motivation is different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, like somebody has said the other day, when they see Rock, they see that he's the leader of something. Right. You can see it. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not a. You know. They, they see the specialness. They see that that zest for, you know, making things, make sure things are going in the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, not many people can see it, but some people can just walk up and see that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know. So that's why you know we keep uh, keep everything fresh and, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, we always we just sit down and think about things and talk about it and make it happen. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. fun like that. that I mean, well, y'all, <laughs> trust me, y'all doing it. Yeah, so, so whether people see us like in the public, believe one thing, we're always working. <laughs> yes, I agree. Yeah. We're always working. Trust yeah, me, so. I know. I uh-huh. know. Yeah, so, sure. so, so, Rack and Sheena, so mm-hmm. talk about your, your, your journeys from the beginning to where you're at now. Like, yeah, like, wow. Like, how did it take, like, what did it took to get you guys to this point right now? Mm-hmm. Love. I mean, anybody, anybody, anybody can start, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Love. Well, um, <laughs> let me just say that uh we first met in um 1989 uh-huh. you know like in the height of the low life movement like right. one year after it really kicked off you mm-hmm. know and like the way we met it, w- it was it was ill because we met because a riot had erupted mm-hmm. at one of the youth programs that her that her grandmother had um she was like the executive director of you know this youth program that was located in crown heights mm-hmm. a riot erupted i was one of the students you know that was in the program 
And so happened, her grandmother decided to invite, to invite her down to be like a motivational speaker mm -hmm. to get the youth back on track and, you know, refocus, to get the energy going towards, you know, accomplishing our, our goals. Mm -hmm. And um, she, you know, she was a speaker. You know, she came up there and the energy that we had for each other, we just locked eyes, you know, mm -hmm. and um, the vibes was there, you know, we was feeling each other. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you know, we exchanged information and um, it actually started in 1989. Wow. And, um, yeah, we've been together ever since, you mm -hmm. know? I, I think, um, I like to say we're like the, um, we're the, we're the face of true love and loyalty when it comes to, like, the culture, but just, like, in general, when it comes to the world, you know? Um, mm -hmm. I think, um, we don't see it, we don't see too much of that, you know? A couple that's able to come together as teenagers. She was 16 and I was 15. Mm -hmm. Come together, um build something, um, maintain something, you know, create a family, um, grow together, develop together, travel together, um, impact the world together as far as what we're doing with the culture. And, but even in our personal lives, you know, outside of the culture, um, we're into like social work and human services. So n naturally, we're just like people, pers people you know? Mm -hmm. we, we enjoy like um, interacting and, and working with people, right. you know, so... We you know we just we're just a team, man. You know, yeah. a strong team, and um, we really really value that. You know, and uh, we try to be an example of love. You know, for other people, and just being a unit and a union that's unbreakable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we try we try to maintain that. You yeah, know? Cause yeah. it's so cool to see that you guys like. It looks like you guys are, you, you you may not be into the same things. You know what I'm saying, but you guys are into the same thing. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, well, I'm into him, right? So right. I'm I'm down for him. Whatever he want to do, right. I'm with it. Right. And I support him, you know, and I mm -hmm. like, you know, from day one, mm -hmm. like you said, when we met, we had a connection, you know, right. and we we moved forward from there. But I've always been a support of him. Right. And so if this is something I, I want to see his dreams manifest because I see that, you know, he's very passionate about it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I and and, and the, the type of passion he has is so rare. You know, you don't really see too many people with the because the behind the scenes things. Mm -hmm. This is why sometimes when things don't are not happy amongst the community, mm -hmm. it affects me in a way because it's like it's all love, like and and it's love that's not even forced. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because people say, "How do you make it?" I'm like, "You, but how do you not?" I don't, <laughs> I don't know how you would not make it if you love somebody. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's just so natural. It's mm -hmm. not even a, nothing that I could say, you know, we did this, we did that. Yeah. We just, we made a commitment to each other mm -hmm. when we was teenagers. Mm -hmm. And we was like, you know what, if you're ever happy, you let me know. And if I'm ever happy, you let, I'll let you know. And we just never had that, you know what I mean? So we just been together and growing together. You know, went to high, we went to college together. Mm -hmm. Wow. You yeah. know, so that was a part of the process of him getting out of the, you know, away from the street. The element. street. Yeah. Uh huh. You know, we was like, I was like, you know what? I'm going to school, and you should you should come too. You know, we should do it together, whatever. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it took a little. It wasn't easy because he was out there, you know, doing his thing, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it made sacrifice. It meant a sacrifice, a big sacrifice, but it was beneficial at the end. Mm -hmm. You know, so once we once we accomplished that goal, you know, then we was able to go back to. And, and insert a lot of what we learned from school mm -hmm. into what we do. Right. You know, and um, so that, that's, you know, yeah. we've been going like that for, because we just had, I was going to say, we met when we was 
I was 16, he was 15, mm-hmm. and I just had a birthday on Sunday, <laughs> and I turned 50. Yeah. So we've been together for a long time. Yeah, definitely. Feliz anniversario. Another yeah. milestone, you know. yeah. But I'm like, just, um, like just going back to those earlier times, um, what I appreciated about her was that she, um, she was dedicated, and she had this loyalty about her, mm-hmm. you know, like for me. And um, she had a concern, like, you know, at that time, as far as the low life, you know, epidemic, it was sort of like everybody was like out there. We was really active. Everybody was like unfocused and all that. So to have a person that was willing to sacrifice a lot of her her stuff and her time to focus on me to make sure, you know, I was doing okay and, you know, I was well off, you know, I, I really had to appreciate that because that's rare, mm-hmm. you know, um, to stick by a person. And even like in the beginning when, like she said, you know, I wasn't always focus you know i was you know i was it was spa fit you know i was rackers island Mm -hmm. you know incarceration here and there um small stints though nothing long where it required me to go like upstate and all that but even like through those three to four months you know of being incarcerated she was always there like her my mother and father was the only three people that came to visit me so like you know you you really get to see who's really there for you Mm -hmm. you know in, in those tough um situations so We've just been thriving ever since, you know? Yeah. One thing I got to add, mm. because this is really important. Before we even met, my grandmother and my mother right. loved him. Because mm-hmm. he was in the, the program. My right. grandmother ran the program. My mother mm-hmm. worked there as well. And they all they did was talk about George. And I was like, yeah, y'all don't got good taste. I don't mm. know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, so it basically, they kind of like pushed us. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because... Maybe that's why she told me to come up there to speak. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but you know that's a, a yeah. secret. But <laughs> <laughs> you know they 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 saw something special in him, right? And they really liked. So it was not necessarily that they wanted him for me, but mm-hmm. they lo- They always talked about George. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Rack Low Rack. They didn't call him Rack. They call him George. Mm-hmm. And so you know they saw something special in him. And then when I and when I met him, they didn't even have to tell me who he was. That this is the George we're talking about because we it was like. We just like like kind of like locked eyes, and that was it. Sparks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shoot, I give yeah. it. I, I give it to y'all. Uh, you know me. I do like three years, and I'm done. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why. It's like three, well, four I'm years. Well, I'm gonna say, wait, wait, why? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if it's me or if it's the women. I just don't know. Maybe I just don't pick them like I should be picking them, or, or maybe I'm just crazy. I don't know. No, maybe I know. um, no. you know, I don't know. Maybe you got together for. Just because, uh, you know, you want to try something. I don't know. Yeah. But weird. I always wonder, and I'm going to ask you, this is the question. Yeah. I always wonder, like, if you really love somebody, you know, I don't know how you can, how it can not, not, like, work. Yeah. I don't know. I just think, like you said, like, you see how you guys kind of, like, like, you guys knew exactly what you wanted to do. I think some people, sometimes we get into things and we don't know what exactly we got to do. We know that we want them or want to do something with them but not really do something with them you know what I'm saying? right 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 but we didn't know that either when we first met yeah. it wasn't like we was like oh we getting married no yeah. Yeah. but it took time um, but to make sure we was compatible you know that yeah, we, we enjoyed had our similar times things when we was young and that you know we used to fight and all and argue and all that mm-hmm. stuff but it's just that we realized that like it's, it's so much better to just talk about it mm-hmm. and um it just saves you so much headache so much less headache you know arguing and fighting so Mm-hmm. It's just something that we we try. We get mad at each other, of course, but mm-hmm. the, what we did when we was younger is not the same, you know. Right, how right, we move right. now, right? 
And that's just from being young. But, you know, I mean, when you find the one, it won't, because this is no effort. This right here, this relationship, is there's no effort to it. It's just there. Effortless. It's just, effortless. Yes, effortless. And <laughs> that's when that? you know. That's when you know. Because you know, I look yeah. at it and I'm like, I mean, I'm not making anything happen. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything extra. I'm not, I'm just me and me. I'm just, right. just being him. And it's just the love. But it definitely has to come from both. Mm-hmm. It can't be one-sided. Yep. Yeah. Because then you don't give your all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's like two elements. Um, you, It's a lot of sacrificing and compromising. Like, um, those are two elements that are really, really um, active and, like, um, visual. And you can really actually see it in in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Those are two things that really go hand in hand. Um, and then, you know, just believing in each other and just wanting to be together, having that, that pure love, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it, I mean, it can work out, you know? And just... Just making sure, you know, y'all both are striving for the same things in life and, you know, just wanting to be happy, you know, constant happiness and elevation. And it can work out. I hear you. So we're going to go to another topic because they're making me look bad on the relationship. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? They're killing me over here. But uh, so you guys, so tell me the transition from, you know, from being like low lives being a negative thing to a positive thing. Yeah. Well, um... I would say like the transition started through through the through the music element. Mm-hmm. You know, um I would say like back in 1999, you know, me and Thurston, we was really heavily active on the music scene where um independently though, really like traveling the world, places like Sweden, Norway, um you know, Australia, Amsterdam, like throughout Europe and in the states and just really feeding the people our experiences through the music. Mm-hmm. And through that, we sort of like reignited the love, the love for low life culture, the love for our form of music. And um, through that, we just came back to the States and we just bridged it all together. You know what I'm saying? And that was like 1999. Um, So from 1999 to like 2005, we was like doing a lot of, um, dropping a lot of albums, singles. We had like the Spit Squad with um, Unique London, Richie Balance, Master Fool. Um, myself, Thurston. So we had all of that going. Um, then I had dropped my first album, Thou Shall Not Still, in 1999. So, and then, you know, we're grinding, we're doing all the music. The fans are really being supportive of us. You know, the industry is are looking at us like, yo, you know what I mean? We got something here, you know? we, we As far as our, our, our lyrics, our whole theme, our look, it was real powerful. And then social media came into play, you know? And, um... That's when 2006 came around, and that's when, you know, me and my wife, we seen that socially something was, like, happening. Mm. People started connecting more in the physical form. So it became—it started on—it started off as, like, an online thing, and then it, like, transformed into, like, the physical. So that's when the polo barbecue came into play. Well, the low-life barbecue came into play in 2006, and then that was, like, the start of a real, real big explosion where everybody just had access— to low life culture and we sort of like bridge the gap, you know, from the eighties to the nineties to the new millennium. And I'm talking about people from all ethnicities, you know, all walks of life. Um, and one thing about our lifestyle and culture, like we're color, we're colorblind. So it gives us a chance to really connect and unite with people from all places around the world. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that Society can learn from. Yeah, because you got chapters, yeah, man. chapters all over around. All yeah. around. Any Spain, country you can think yeah. of, they there. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so we, we, we sort of like transitioned from like 
the low life element, like the negative aspect, into more of like um the L's, and that's based on like love and loyalty. You know, love for yourself, love for your family, being loyal to the process, being loyal to life, being loyal to being the best person you can be, being loyal to your community. You know, seeing others grow and um seeing wanting to be involved in other people's upliftment. You know what I'm saying? Um, and just being a part of the solution, and, and you know, and building as a people. But just knowing the power we have as a collective, as a collective force, mm -hmm. you know, and just taking all that energy and switching it all into positivity, you know, and that and that's what the love and loyalty is about. And that's why it transitioned from the low lives to the love and loyalty, you know, where mm -hmm. everybody can be a part of the movement and be a part of it and um, contribute something that's going to be fruitful and that we all can benefit from, from a, a um a community aspect, you know, yeah, mm -hmm. perspective, yeah, yeah. You um, you have anything to add? Gina? Well, yeah. Um, I think that when this first started, like mm -hmm. the, in the beginning, mm. you know, the goal they, they were living, right? Yeah, they were fly, right? And it was taking, you know, doing what they do, mm -hmm. boosting and stuff like that. Yeah. But it was a, like a survival. It was a survival right. method a lot. Mm. See, the people that's in the culture now. They don't have to go that route, you Which know, and that's thing. what makes mm -hmm. it positive now. They had to do that to to live. Mm -hmm. They did that to feed their family. Mm -hmm. They did that to look good and, and have their clothes. But you know, we from then till now, now we're able to, you know, purchase things that we don't have to steal it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And um, we, we can still represent the same thing, but the difference from then, you know, it was more it was more of a survival method. Mm -hmm. And that's the right. that's the part that people forget. Right. It wasn't. We didn't. The, the The goal wasn't always just fashion. The goal was getting money. Mm -hmm. The goal was you know uh, getting money and looking good, but you still had to eat. You know. And mm -hmm. and now we don't. We have a bunch of people in the culture who spend mad money. <laughs> you know. Yeah. On they low and that's good. That's right. a good thing. Right. That that's a. Elevation right. of the mm -hmm. process, definitely. Mm -hmm. But we can't forget where it comes from because it's coming off of people back. There's a lot of people went to jail, died, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. back when it was more of a survival method. That's what I'm saying. People got to have that respect. Yes, yeah, you know what I'm saying. You because, have to. You know what I'm saying because it it came from that that place. Yeah. So you got to respect where it came from exactly. before you can, you know, use it or try to. Right. Say you're part of it, right. you mm -hmm. know. Know 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 your history. Yes, mm -hmm. and so, it's, that's very important because yes. you know, yeah. like as a people, we sometimes tend not to respect the history mm. or even go back. And it's and you can't move forward. You can't have a understanding of things if you don't understand where it came from. Mm -hmm. And if you don't respect where it came from, you know, then you won't be representing what it really is. Mm -hmm. right. You know, you find yourself, you know a little distant from the real process. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's why some people come in and they stay and then they fall out because they're not here if they don't know what they, they're just here because they think it's all about wearing polo. They're mm -hmm. taking pictures, getting together and taking pictures and stuff like that. But it's like, like so much, there's so much that you're missing if that's what you mm -hmm. think it's just about. Yeah, it's a bigger, it, 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 it's, it's bigger than that. Yeah, mm -hmm. and you know what, like there's some of the people who lost their lives and some of the people who are in jail and stuff like that, you know, they that's why they feel left out because they're like, man, I, I I'm the one that started. You wouldn't even know about no Mia. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't know, yeah. you wouldn't know about running out of a store. You know what I mean? So it's like it's really important to go back to just let people know that, yeah, we know we we stand on we we're here because 
you did what you did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then even like outside of the fashion itself, like just that time frame with the social conditioning, like, you know, as far as what was happening in the environment, in our communities, you know, like we we was up against a lot of adversities, you know, and mm-hmm. that and we we overcame a lot of that and we defeated a lot of that, you know, like whether it was like um the high school dropout rate, you know, the the gun violence mm-hmm. in our community, the police brutality, um, the racial wars that was happening with um the Crown Heights riot, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, Michael Griffin, you know, um, you know, all these things that was happening, Yusef Hawkins. So we was up against all of that stuff during that during that time frame, but it like it's a blessing to be able to survive the golden era mm-hmm. of hip hop. You know, I'm talking about like 90, like I would say 1990, I would say 80, 89 to like 95, 97, like that particular era right there, it's a blessing to be able to come outside of that and survive it because a lot of people didn't, Mm -hmm. they're not here to be able to, you know, speak about that time frame. So to be, to be able to come out of it, survive it, make a positive transition where we can take our story to benefit other people and especially the youth, the young kids. It's a blessing, you know. You gotta appreciate that, you mm-hmm. know, and still be um, connected internationally, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so no, definitely, it's definitely. Hell, it's dope, man. Definitely. Um, I know you guys said uh, you guys do community work and stuff like that. Yeah. What are some of the things you uh, you guys work on together, like as far as for the community and stuff like that? Well, I mean, like just like on like just outside of um, the fashion and low life culture, like mm-hmm. on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a career counselor, you know, in real life. So um, I pretty much, I connect people to employment, mm-hmm. um, vocational opportunities, um, support services, and mainly um, housing right. and people, places to live and all that. Mm-hmm. And I do that on a regular basis. Um, I work with various populations, the youth from ages 15 to um, 21. I work with veterans and I work with young adults, you know. So um, just making sure people get vital services, support services that will help them sustain mm. and just, you know, um, be able to go further in life, you know, and have, have the stuff that they need um, for themselves as well as their families, you know. Um, culturally, um, a lot is happening. Um, we do a lot of different um, co-drives, you mm. know. Um, we do a lot of uh, traveling to different places. Uh, we have a lot of social events. Um, there's barbecues taking place like... Um, down in um, North Carolina, you have um, UWL, Universal Low Lives. You have um, Miami Family, Low Life Miami Family down in Miami um, with Thurston, also in Orlando. They do a lot of different social stuff down there. Um, so just, you know, we're just doing a lot of different things for the communities um, and just trying to bring awareness to different topics and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, overall. And then, yeah. yeah, no, um, I was going to say, like, there's a lot of things we do that we just don't talk about, like... Mm-hmm. For Christmas, you know, we put together um, like packages for people for food mm-hmm. and deliver it to families that we know that the don't have, the, uh-huh. that wouldn't yeah. have anything for like Thanksgiving and Christmas and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know. Mm-hmm. So we do stuff like that. We go homeless. Um, there's one day after a year that we go in the overnight mm-hmm. and walk the street and yeah. help homeless people. So, you know, um, it's a constant, we're constantly doing this. This is like, he said, "We're born from um, that, from the era, and from a family that that's very active with the community. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. my grandmother, you know, she had like uh, multiple youth programs and stuff, and that's what she did. She she changed a lot of people's lives. 
help them get their GED, jobs, you know, so we basically carry on that legacy. And a lot of people don't know that about us because it's not something that we really advertise, but we do this off, you know, on a mm-hmm. daily basis. This is mm-hmm. how we live our life. We, this is what we came from, right. you know, and my whole family is like that. Like, you know, we have drum schools and mm-hmm. all types of stuff, basketball teams, you know. I think stuff like that gives you guys good karma, you know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. Like, when you do good and you don't ask oh, for yeah. nothing in return, I think it comes. It comes back. It does you know? always. It may be something you know, something different or something that you don't realize, but no, I, it's not. You know what? It's sometimes it's just living a good life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just ha- and just being thankful and grateful for having the things that you need. Because mm-hmm. you know, with with COVID and everything, you know, a lot of people suffered. A lot of people struggled. Thank God, you know, that's then. This is where the karma comes back. Mm-hmm. When you can just you know live and. Have what you need, food, right. you know, your lights on, your rent paid. Mm-hmm. You know, some people didn't have it like that. So right. mm-hmm. that's where I say the good karma. Mm-hmm. You know, that we we are good. <laughs> right. So um, so there's there's like two initiatives I want to like just point out. Like mm-hmm. she was um stating earlier, um, like every January there's like a homelessness initiative that take place throughout the city. Mm-hmm. It's called Hope. Right. Um, it's it's like um. All the city agencies come together and they're, they're on this initiative, whereas we canvass the communities mm-hmm. and pretty much try to target homeless individuals that we see that are actually on the, on the streets, um, riding the trains. Mm-hmm. And we like we, we connect with them, interact with them, pretty much offer them um, support services and a connection to come into the facility to, to get hands on services. You know, um, so that's, an, that's that's one of the initiatives. Another great one is. Um, I have a linkage with um, Cornell University mm-hmm. Cooperative Extension Program, and um, they pretty much they come into the community and they provide nutrition, eat healthy workshops. So it's like a, um, it's a series of workshops for eight weeks, and they come into the community and they um, pretty much provide nutritional um, information about you know how to how to read labels. Um, the um sugar intake sugar and, intake you know, you know controlling um, diabetes yeah, and stuff like that. yeah all of that yeah. stuff you know um the importance of the five food groups mm-hmm. and making sure you have all of those um portions on your plate on a daily basis you know stuff like that so um and that's actually live right now as we're speaking you know it's taking place so mm-hmm. you know just just bringing you know services like that to the community yeah, and just right. you know no, trying to keep people aware and informed especially you in know, the times yeah. we in Bro, I'm telling you, stuff like that is what is what's needed. Because mm-hmm. you never know. It could be, you know, the neighbor next door, somebody you know. Mm-hmm. could be, like, on Struggle Street right now. Right. Definitely. And stuff like that will, you know, help them get to that next day. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, because a lot of people are depressed and down, you know. So that's good you're doing that. You know, you good you're both doing that, you know. Cause, yeah. yeah. So um, also, like, um, like, one of the, the big things they can look forward to, just as far as, like, the yes. community work we're mm-hmm. doing, um... We'll be about to um, kick off this thing called Alphas, Affiliated Low-Life Philanthropists, mm-hmm. um, Heroes, um, Altruists, and Samaritans. So that's pretty much like the low-life community service mm-hmm. um, leg of what we're doing in the culture. And it's a way to pretty much connect everybody on an international level. So if you go on there, um, people could check it out. It's alphas.com, A-L-L-P-H-A-S.com. Mm-hmm. And it's... um. It's a wealth of information up there regarding, um, like, just support services for um, the formerly incarcerated, um, for the youth, 
for the young adults. For um, for, it's a whole lot of information on housing and educational services. Um, it's also a hub up there where people from around the world can actually connect and communicate with each other on the hub and in the chat room. You know, mm -hmm. so when y'all get a chance, check that out. And um, there's gonna be a lot happening on that site as far as what we're doing socially. Mm -hmm you know, and our um, contributions. Oh, nice, so nice. you can check that out. Yeah. Nice. So just, so definitely you got the information. Mm -hmm. um, We're we, we going to go right ahead. Mm -hmm. Keep on going. Okay. Yep. So let's talk about it. You got the, you got the trophy there. Low, deuce, low goose on the deuce. Yeah. The creation. Where did that come from? I'm curious about this one too. I want to <laughs> mm -hmm. hear about this. Because, uh, yeah, it's a, it's an event I never tried to, uh, what, what's the thing when they have the outfits Oh, best dress! I always wanted to do that. Oh, what? yeah, like, like <laughs> yeah, I never, you know what I'm saying, but then it's like they they, they be going crazy, bro. Yeah, yeah well, they, layers they and layers. They come yeah. out there. People are not playing when they yeah, come out. Layers there. And yeah, layers and layers. Yeah. So talk about that. What? How did how did this come to existence? Yeah. Well, um, well, logos on the deuce mm. is sort of like it's a continuation of what we created in the 1980s. You yeah. know, like um, the low lights. We we used to um. Like the deuce was our stomping grounds, mm -hmm. you know, um, as far as being out there, being um, live in the flesh when hip hop was really, really, you know, at, at the forefront. It was really, really popping in the golden era. Mm -hmm. So we would go on the deuce and it was like our hangout, you mm -hmm. know. Um, we, used to, we used to wear our polo gooses, be up there polo head to toe and just living the lifestyle of hip hop, enjoying the scenery, enjoying the bright lights, the movie theaters all of the photographers, and mm -hmm. just being out there right. living the hip-hop life. Mm -hmm. um, so in 2010, I just wanted to reignite that and bring it back to the new millennium um, and just let the new, all the new low heads and all the new people that's under love and loyalty, they can sort of now experience and get a, you know, and get, and get some of that history as well, you know, mm -hmm. be a part of that whole low goose experience and, you know, what it represented back in the 80s. Mm -hmm. Um, the logos on the deuce now, it's all about positive vibes, you know, like I said, bringing people together for a common cause, though, you know, we all have um, love for the fashion, but I think the greatest thing, and, and this is what, like, I really want to stress the most, um, like, I enjoy the fashion and all of that, but I'm really, I'm really big on and I'm impressed with um, my ability to be able to bring people together, you know, mm -hmm. Um with any violence, you know, all of my events and all of our, um, uh, you know, everything that we're doing is violence free. Is violence free. Um, people come together, they enjoy themselves, they travel from different places, mm -hmm. um, they get here safe, they get home safe. So that's a great thing. And to keep that going mm -hmm. for, you know, more than a decade, you know, mm -hmm. I, I really think that's a great accomplishment. And I think that's, that's the true, true power and the true asset in what we're doing. Mm -hmm. The ability to, bring people together and keep people united right. mm -hmm. you know because yeah. case in point you say that i remember uh the year before last the guy who won was from japan or something like that. he came yeah. from mm -hmm. japan definitely mm -hmm. yeah and, and, and yeah like, like you said it's like worldwide everybody comes yeah. to this one event right yeah. and it's like even coming to little goose it becomes like uh, people's goals you know it's something that they have to do like even a guy from japan um urban rider like Prior to him coming to Low Goose the year before, I had went to Japan and I performed. Mm -hmm. You know, I did the, I did actually I did the polo battle in Japan. Shout okay. out to Taka. Taka brought me out to Japan and mm -hmm. um, I did the polo battle with all the um, the Japanese polo heads. You mm -hmm. know, and 
all of those people became lowlifes after the the polo battle, you mm -hmm. know, um, mm -hmm. initiated them. They got the L. So that's an official low life set in Japan. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, did the polo battle and he actually lost in that polo battle. And he said, yo, Rack, I'm coming to Low Goose. I'm coming to America next year to win that trophy. Mm. <laughs> and sure enough, wow, he crazy. traveled he to America <laughs> and, and he came, he he came, he was victorious, mm -hmm. man. <laughs> it was and, crazy. He had the trophy <laughs> was going on the plane. Like, yeah, yes. I got this. Right? He had yes, a whole man. thing in Japan, though, right? He, yeah. The way he so, celebrated like, was crazy. Like his, as far as his 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 credibility, his reputation is skyrocketed. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a crazy story, though. Him coming to New York, and and no disrespect, but cutting through the competition mm -hmm. because everybody was out there at their highest, and he was just cutting through the competition, and he became victorious. Mm -hmm. You know, so to take that back to Japan from New York City, the mecca of fashion, mm -hmm. you know, that was a big thing. That's a huge accomplishment for him. Mm -hmm. You know, what, yeah. what, what would you guys' uh, favorite year of the the the, the goose? Wow, mm. favorite year. Oh, like what was a bit, one, like one year you remember because of maybe something or an outfit or. Mm. Well, I, I would say like um, one of the illest years was. Um, I think that year for me that was one of the because I think we had that those red and blue um, jackets yeah. on. But I mean, like as far as like um, people that participated in the battle, I would mm. say the year that Sun Low came out when he came back when he came out with. Um, the native thing. Oh, you know, yeah, he had, yeah. He had the, um, the yeah. poncho yeah. on. Yeah, the poncho. Mm -hmm. I remember that one. Yeah, he came through from head to toe, and um, he was pulling stuff out the bag, but the poncho <laughs> was the highlight, mm -hmm. and that that night is real, real uh, memorable. Yeah, that, you know, that, Everybody that, knew about that night. That piece so. is rare, too. Yeah. yeah so I mean, son, I know shout out my son. You know, yeah. Sun Low, Ayak, yeah, 2Ls up, up, yeah. Sun Low. Then you had, like, you had Prance Low who came out and represented, but this year, you know, Trauma Sutra out of um, Minneapolis. Yeah, you know, he came through with the uh, with the double RL um, head to toe. Mm -hmm. You know, oh man, it, it was it was a sight to see. You know, yeah. so like, you know, but like even even when a person is has that motivation and that um, has the motivation to want to put it all together, you know, within the clothes itself, it's a skill. It's a skill yeah. of you knowing how to coordinate materials. You know, c colorways. You know. Um, and just knowing how to mesh it all together so it can look like art, mm -hmm. you know, like, and that's what it really is. Mm -hmm. When you when you come to Logos on the Dudes, it's like art, you know, you, you're coming outside and you're actually taking time, effort, and energy to put into this, 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 you know, this look. Mm -hmm. It's because it's about capturing a look. Mm -hmm. And you capture that look that, you know, the crowd, you know, and people that, you know, that you do this with, they can they can appreciate it. It's almost like the Super Bowl of fashion. Yeah, yeah. it is. You know it or, is. Or streetwear, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, man. So, it's, so I know, um, I know Prance is like one of, it's only a couple people that have like won it twice, right? Then, yeah. The Prance won it twice. Yeah, I think right? Prance won it, yeah, Prance won it twice. Yeah, he won it twice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know you only got a couple people that have done that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If any um, I think, um, well, this year, um, in 2020, Jada Villain had one. Yeah. Um, he came back this year to um reclaim the title, but he had stiff competition through um Trauma Sutra. So but you know, I, I'm I really want to see if a person can come and take like one person come to Low Goose and they take best dress and they take best goose all mm. in like around Robin. So nobody's yeah. done that yet? Nobody nobody's done that yet. Yeah. I'm waiting to see that happen, mm -hmm. man. Wow. You know? See, yeah. but that's and I want to see one person that can come to low goals because that's the beginning of the year mm. and win every title. Yeah, mm -hmm. for the year. That'd be hard though. 
You know what I'm saying? It's like, hard, but you can do it. <laughs> I mean, they you know, have to win come logos out with... and win mm-hmm. the battle, win the um, Easter. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Easter, um, that's another battle. And then bar- the barbecue. Like, mm-hmm. you know, take it, take the trophies for the whole year. Oh, the whole year. But shout out to everybody that um, ever attended logos mm-hmm. on the duels. You know, um, from the kids to all the females to all the guys. Um, no matter what, what country you came from, no matter what state, city in America, man, we appreciate y'all constantly, you know, being there and representing this culture and helping us, you know, carry on the legacy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a great thing. So, you know, these events, the people make them possible, you mm-hmm. know, and we appreciate the unity, the love and loyalty and people really wanting to be a part of something that, you know, we created, but we turned into a positive affair. Mm-hmm. So it's all love and loyalty, man. You know, mm-hmm. so shout out to everybody out there, whoever was a part of Lil Goose on the Deuce. Much love and respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so like Sheena brought it up, so let's talk about the, the Low Life Barbecue. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that predates the... Lil Goose. The yeah, Lil Goose. definitely. That started in 2006, yeah. you know? And um, we was just thinking about this the other day. Um, The barbecue simply started because... As we was talking, we just wanted to bring our friends together. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a long time where we was all separated and people was like real distant. And we was like, yo, let's let's create an event where we can sort of like create like a, a family reunion on right, an annual basis. Because right. mm-hmm. we wanted to meet people. Right. You know, everybody was um, having children. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were like, we need to have something that we do. Every year where we could come together, mm-hmm. bring our friends together, mm-hmm. meet their kids, right. meet their grandkids, you know, just make it an event that we could just love on our family and, you know, and see everybody. Mm-hmm. And we did, the first year, we did it. 2006. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, um, you know, we we reached out to whoever we could and, you know, they brought their children and we had a good time. Mm-hmm. And it just, from there, just kind of like every year it took off. But it was only, it was because of word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Because people, those like that, you know, uh, low lives are having a barbecue. Mm-hmm. And then it turned into something that's beyond what we could ever dream mm-hmm. of, which is, mm-hmm. you know, 400, 400 people right. coming to the barbecue. Yeah, because I remember I went to the, uh, uh, I've, been to, I've been to a few of them, but uh, the 2007 one is my favorite one. Mm-hmm. 2007. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the second one. Oh, you was there early yeah. on, too. Yeah. Oh, okay. You was out there yeah. early on. Yeah. That's the second one. I, for some reason, it just. Number two. <laughs> Wait, so that was because remember there was a one. <laughs> oh, that's had legendary. When it rained. Was that yeah. year one or what, what year was that? Well, year two. That wasn't two. two? I mean, yeah. it rained a lot at the barbecue. Yeah. yeah, it rained a lot. It didn't rain on this 2007. I mean, I don't remember it raining. Right. Mm hmm. You know, no, if it didn't rain, then that's probably because yeah. I think that initially the barbecues was like, you know, just a couple of people, right? Mm-hmm. And then it just like, then it just started to constantly yeah. grow. Yeah, man. it turned into it's like big. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know what to call it. It no, just it, grew, t- it definitely grew. <laughs> it grew I'm, legs, like mm-hmm. great legs, you know, feet, hair. Because shout out Malik Low. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. with Malik in two thousand seven. Okay, chilling and stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was just so cool, man. Like you know, what I'm saying, like that's always always remember it, man. Like you know, that's like the coolest barbecue ever. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. But, um, so yeah, it's like it's it's another event that sort of like um bridges people together. You know, mm-hmm. keep keep people united. Mm-hmm. Um, but these events they became staples right. in the culture. Right. Like these are these are events that people they look forward to. Them now. Look forward to. So yeah. it's like 
if you're saying you're a part of like uh, low life culture, you have like it's you you have to be at the barbecue and low goose on the deuce. You have to have those experiences. It's like saying um, if if you if you was like a hip hopper, you know, like back in the days, you had to be at Union Square and land quarters. Mm-hmm. You had to be there in the flesh. You had to <laughs> right. feel that. You had to smell the atmosphere. You had to touch other people. Mm-hmm. You know, you had to you had to really be there. So. Mm-hmm. That's what those those events represent, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got that. So let's talk about your music, bro. You know, yeah. you got a large catalog of music. Yeah, man. Um. So uh, what year did you start making music? Well, um, uh, my my well my my first CD I released was 1999, mm-hmm. but the the journey of music started before I became like a solo artist, Racklow. Mm-hmm. I was in a group called Murder Inc. But um, my okay. brother Scooby, my brother-in-law Scooby, and we had we had like we inked a production deal with DJ Twins, who was um Redman's DJs. They used to tour with Redman, was yeah. a part of everything he was doing. Um, so we we just messed with them like in a in a I would say like early nineties, mm. and then that sort of like faded out. And I that's when I became like a solo artist, and that's mm. when I, I sort of like connected with like Thurston and them. Like in um, 1997, we like connected on a music tip, and that's when we started the Spit Squad, and that's when we started going on tour and all that. And I'm um, just been releasing albums ever since, man, and just just trying to stay on the road actively when I can to showcase the music, you know, and give people, you know, a different side of me, a different side of Racklow. But just like, just always doing music, um, like it's a part of the brand now, you know. Um, like I don't do music like to try to make money. I do it because I enjoy it. It's a part of my brand, and it's just who I am. You know, I I I like giving people um, fresh, um, creative, you know, perspectives coming from me. You know, every you know every every so often musically, yeah. What's what's uh what's your last what's your last release? Well, the last release is um a CD called Rack Man. Mm-hmm. You know, so I sort of like incorporated the Pac Man theme. Mm-hmm. And to Rackman sort of flipped it. So uh I'm sort of like Rackman, I'm racking up and the ghosts are sort of like detect the uh store detectives and mm. they're chasing me. So, you know, all the sound effects, that whole theme of Pac-Man, I just flipped it into into Rackman. Mm. So yeah, that's on, that's out now. And they could catch they could get that online, you know, at the um the Racklow store. Okay. You know, definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Racklow Bandcamp, you know? Nice. They could get that out. And then before that one, I released the um, Low Life American Classic soundtrack, mm-hmm. which was a soundtrack to the book, Low Life American Classic. Mm-hmm. So it's like the audio version of the book, which is um, it's crazy, man. It's, it's definitely a lot, a lot of bangers on there. It's just like I'm taking you down memory lane. Mm-hmm. It's just like a journey, you know, a journey from the 80s up until now. Mm-hmm. So you pretty much get that, the full effect of what it is to be a low life living in Brooklyn, New York, and escaping the madness right. of the nineties, yeah. Right. Overcoming all that. Right. Yeah. Yep. So um you have something here that says and uh you you both can talk mm-hmm. about this. Uh low life versus love and loyalty. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah. So what does that sentence mean to you guys? So that's sort of like um that's like sort of looking at us when we first started out, mm-hmm. all of, you know, the uh like I said, all of the adversities, all of the things that were up against us and things that forced us to 
create the type of acts that we engaged in. Mm-hmm. You know, being able to overcome that, um, transitioning into like the new millennium mm-hmm. and knowing that it was more things and um in society it was more important things, more things that we had to focus on mm-hmm. and um and just wanting to impact people in a pot on a, in a positive note, you know. Um and like I said earlier, just being a part of the solution and moving away from being a part of the problem, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we're um we're core um human service providers. So just naturally we're gonna progress um in in you know in in a way where it's going to impact us and it's going to impact people at large, you know? So that's where the love and loyalty come in, you know, um, understanding your purpose for being here and using your platform to impact others. But at the same time, you're constantly growing and you understanding, you know, the power in you being a part of a large group of people and the impact you can have, whether it's socially, Mm -hmm. financially, economically, politically, if you really um, zoom in and focus on people, the amount of people and the impact you can have, that's what's really important. And mm-hmm. I think people need to really pay more attention to that because we're only given a certain amount of time in the universe and you just want to utilize your power for good, you mm-hmm. know? But understand that you can use your power individually like we all do, but if you have, if you're blessed enough to be a part of a collective force like Low Life Movement, Look at it as a positive thing and look at all the great things you can do when your time is invested in that. Outside of the fashion and polo, you know? Create assets, create opportunities, create um, things that people can benefit from. You know, like, I'm really big on creating stuff that people that's incarcerated from former years can come home Mm -hmm. and now they have productive things to connect with Mm -hmm. that will keep them motivated and free people, you know? here in society, being productive and using their stories, you know, to uplift others, you know, help them avoid the different pitfalls in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I mean, just to add to that, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, as you grow in life, you know, you, you we, we all know low life it, it has two meanings, right? Yes, mm-hmm. it's the person that rocks low, but it's a negative connot- connotation, connotation that comes mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. And so as when you're a teenager... And you do teenage things, right? You know, the to have a name make, like yeah. that mm. is fun, right? Because right. you're a teenager. Right. But as you grow and you mature, and you realize that, you know, you, you can't get anywhere in life coming from a negative standpoint, mm. and that's not what we represent now. Thank mm-hmm. God we don't have to. You know what I mean? So there's some people that still need have to do that to survive, mm-hmm. and you can't knock them. But you know, um, as a as a as a culture. We should be looking forward to growing and expanding. Mm, definitely. So, therefore, you don't, you wouldn't want to be known as <laughs> considered a low life, mm. and you know what I mean, as an adult doing positive things and being able to, and not having to be a low life. Right. You, you know what I mean. So mm. that's what, and then so it's like, what are the other things? Well, now we're focused on not you know the grimy things that come underneath the low life, but the more positive things in life, you know, like love, like, mm-hmm. you know, having Prosperity. loyalty to mm-hmm. not just, um, you know, your family and your personal goals, but mm-hmm. the culture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we have a lot, and the most people that are involved are, they're very, like, loyal to the culture. And they understand that, that that's a really important. 
because you know you can't you can't be out there doing um dirt you know and then be a part of this that's supposed to be uh, like this positive thing mm -hmm. we're not representing that at all right you know so with growth and you know education and mm -hmm. um like understanding you know using your time wisely as you said like you know our time is short here and you want to show the growth and you need to you need to re be a representation of growth mm -hmm. and development Definitely. and and the mm -hmm. transition from that name low yeah. life to low love and loyalty is just, just showing you the growth mm -hmm. we're always low lives because that's what we represent but we're not we don't live that we don't have to live that right. way now Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's, mm -hmm. it's a different form of living yeah right mm -hmm. you know it's not everything you know grows and even with that it's just it's just a name but it doesn't mean what it meant before right because yeah. i used to be like somebody say oh what your husband's into polo and i'm like yeah he's a low life <laughs> 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 and they don't get it you know what i mean somebody yeah. that don't know <laughs> yeah so they're like my dad was like a low life <laughs> Mm -hmm. You mess with a low light, I'm like, God, that's just a name. Because <laughs> you know? off, the, off the top, they mm -hmm. think it's bad. Yeah. Because right, you know? it's a negative connotation yeah. that comes like, with that. Oh, my God. So you can't life. expect to grow and prosper and blossom, you know, mm -hmm. like like how the culture is blossoming. Right. You know what I mean? It's moving into different levels. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be able to do that if we kept, if we was coming from a negative place or, you know, if it had, if we represented the negative Mm -hmm. aspect of it because it's definitely not that now right. no. yeah. it's not that yeah there's so many people out there so many like different chapters doing great things you know mm -hmm. um, you got the chapter out in um, Paris you know um, you got Low Life Mexico mm -hmm. um, Spain you know Italy it's, Thanks. It's, you, you must have read my mind that was the next question I was going to ask and <laughs> yeah, he's like so. just going into it like this, guy, yeah, this yeah. guy's good he's like <laughs> But what, but what you guys think about the, all the other chapters like around the world? Like maybe right. you got you got Mexico, you got Paris, mm -hmm. Japan, yeah, Australia, got, mm -hmm. got Russia, yeah, Russia, um, yeah, Ecuador, mm -hmm. um, Switzerland. Yeah, you know, like I said, man, um, I, I like it because you know it's bringing people from different places together. Mm -hmm. You know, like growing up in urban America, like I never thought I would be connected to people in Australia right. or Switzerland. Or London, you know. So just through the love of what we're doing and what we created, and people wanting to be a part of that, mm -hmm. we're able to have like this international connection. Um, so I like I, I really love I love to see the different chapters developing, um, constantly being established. Um, but it's not only a chapter; it should be a chapter with a purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, like the chapter, the chapter has to be community orientated it has to be it has to have that leg like it has to be there to serve a purpose as opposed to just being about quote unquote the fashion mm -hmm. you know like like i said earlier use your time your wisdom your knowledge and understanding to sort of like project something different and help people build mm -hmm. build things you know mm -hmm. but the the chapter the fashion that's just a uniform mm -hmm. but yeah. you as a person and what you contribute your skills your abilities we we um we appreciate that much more than the fashion, you know? Yeah, because the people is what make the world go round. Right. You know, yeah. So we appreciate the people. Yeah. And all the abilities that they I contribute. Think, yeah, I think it's awesome to see it right around the world is mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? It just they're just adding their piece mm -hmm. to the puzzle. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. You know. And they're really loyal at it too, you know. Mm -hmm. Um and like, you know, like even them, you know, they're looking for connections as well, you know? Mm -hmm. Because I'm sure like they never thought they'd be a part of, you know, kids that represented 
Brownsville, Brooklyn, and Crown Heights, Brooklyn. You know, like nine, nine, you know, a million years. But you know, through through the blessing of the internet, you know, people are just you know united mm -hmm. with you know through this that strong is. force. Yeah, mm -hmm. this is a great thing, man. So shout out to everybody on an international level. Mm -hmm. That's definitely. out there representing the culture. Yeah, man. Definitely. So going to uh, your books, man, because that's important. Important mm -hmm. thing you got there. Yeah. Um. What, what? 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 What made you get into the book realm and to you know to to have the story in book form? Yeah. Well, you know, like um, even like when we was doing the music, mm -hmm. like um, in a you know the late the late year nineties, I would say that um, like me and Thurston, that was like one of our main agendas, you know, and one of our main goals. That's something that we talked about a lot, just constantly um, writing our books. Mm -hmm. But not just me and him, you know, that was something that all original lowlifes was aware of and supposedly had, like, been on a mission to do. Mm -hmm. So we was always, like, developing that, and we always had a love for writing. And um, just so happened, we kept writing, you know? Every time, you know, like, that's like I said earlier, you know, even if you don't see us in the flesh, believe me, we're working. We're constantly being productive. And so that's how these books, you know, came about, you know. Um, mm -hmm. And just wanting to, you know, give the world something, you know, um, some history, you know, that they can pretty much have, that they can call their own. Mm -hmm. And um, we put it all in the form of a book, you know, from the, the um, legendary photos on the deuce to um, the mind-boggling um, stories, you know, just mm -hmm. the the ill stories about the lifestyle itself right. is all is all documented in the book and it's you know you have a lot of the legendary low lives that's also a part of the book mm -hmm. and then you know Thurston also put out a book now, yeah. bury me with the low one mm -hmm. and yeah. you know that's also like a strong representation of the low culture low lives um combined you know and what we represent you know mm -hmm. and that book did extremely well because Ralph Lauren had put that book on the Polo app. Yeah, yeah, he brought it. Yeah, yeah so shout out to right. Thurston, Ralph Lauren. The book was on the Polo app and it sold out in a matter of seconds mm -hmm. when they posted it. So much love, man, for that. Yeah. So, you know, so yeah, you know, we out here, we just grinding, um, just constantly giving people stuff that they can enjoy, they, that, that they can enjoy about us, our lifestyle, and just something they can call their own, you know? Mm -hmm. So definitely look for more books, though, you know? That's um, what I'm saying, yeah. Because, I mean, I think, you know, I, I don't want to like, let the cat out the bag, but you were, I think you were working on something else. Yeah, right? yeah, I definitely have two a more. Follow up, I should say. Yeah, I have, um, this year, man, I have two more dropping, you know? I definitely got to get, um. Two more. Yeah, because that one <laughs> dropped, um, American Classic, that dropped in 2016. So, I did, you know, this year I'm really going to give the people me and Shalina's story, you know? It's called a low-life love story. Mm -hmm. So they're going to get a, a chance to really, really, um, Learn about our story, you know, from the beginning, how it transpired, how it developed, you know, all the trials and tribulations, all the obstacles that we overcame, and um, and how we're able to be here to still be the face of love and loyalty, mm -hmm. you know, for more than thirty years. Um, and then after that, I'm gonna drop the Racklow autobiography, mm -hmm. where I'm gonna give the people the full fledged Racklow story. So it's gonna be the history of you, like, the history of Racklow, yeah, trials mm -hmm. and tribulations, yeah. Definitely. So wow. with those with those two releases, they're gonna definitely get you know wow. full full impact. And these are all coming out this year. This year, yeah. 
Definitely. I'm busy, man. Yeah, I'm just trying, <laughs> just trying to stay busy. Yeah, my boy out there. Constantly God, writing, man. All these books and stuff. Constantly writing, you know? He's Louise. That's his, one of his, he's really good at that. He yeah. used to um write for a couple of magazines. And yeah. Stuff. He's a good, always, he's been a, like a really good yeah. writer. Doing a lot of journalist, um, journalist work, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, journalism. That's something just that like, just staying active, him. yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a journalist too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they gonna know after all this stuff come out. Yeah, like, wow, like, he uh, he was on something. Cause yeah, he putting on something. That's dope, man. Like you, because you just I think you forward in the culture. Like yeah, when you have these that, stories, man. because you know what I'm saying you have like a you have an a, like official original story. And you 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 and you and both of you. Mm-hmm. Where it's like you guys started everything. You know what I'm saying, and then. You know, it comes a full circle. Mm-hmm. So people need need that story. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. And it need to be told. You don't mm-hmm. want nobody else to tell it. Yeah. So why don't you guys tell it? Mm-hmm. Right. You know. And I don't um, think nobody could tell it. Yeah. People will try. Like, yeah, know. yeah, they definitely try. People will try. Yeah. You don't. You know. Yeah. Cross it, you know, put your eggs in the right thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll definitely like, oh, this is the unauthorized autobiography right, of Rack right. Low. Mm-hmm. And they'll ask everybody else that knows Rack instead of Rack. Right. Right. And be like, oh, well, he did this at age 12, and then he became this, and he did that. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, people are crazy. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. That's what I said. Control your own narrative. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you guys got content for years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you got to you gotta protect that. Definitely. There are people out there that just, you know, yeah. they don't care. I know. They just okay. want to use it for a profit. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then use him and use you and use your story and yeah. not give you anything for it. <laughs> right. Facts, yeah. It's crazy. But um I give her um her a shout out, big, big, huge shout out. Um, her grandmother, Miss mm-hmm. Wilma Carthan, mm-hmm. like she is like she's like the very beginning. She's like the epitome of helping myself and many low lowlifes sort of like escape a lot of the pitfalls, you know. Um she was like, like I said, she's like a community organizer. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like an executive director of a, a youth agency that that was comprised of various youth programs with, within it. Mm-hmm. And um, she she assisted me with my change in life, but she also attempted to also service various other OG lowlifes as well. Some took heed, some didn't, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and yeah, so I just wanted to shout out her. And she's she's really a big part of my story, you know, and how I was able to like make that positive transition. So just had to um, give her some light. And also her mom, Miss Eloise Perez, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, so you know, like, my change is like a family thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so I sure. I can't wait for this book. This book yeah, so. <laughs> is going to be a good one. Okay, so, oh, yeah. uh, so, so Rack, you know, you got, yeah. so, you got so much stuff. Um, let's talk about the, the, the hat collection. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Low Life Heritage by Rack yeah, Low. Definitely. So yeah, I just wanted to, um, Cause you know that you know we had the uh, the low life line mm. clothing brand yeah. you know some years ago. Yep. So I just wanted to um uh, follow some follow that up with something that's a, a was official, something that like I said I can call my own, something that I can control, have ownership over, and control the narrative. You know, and but at the same time give people quality products coming from our foundation that mm. they can appreciate. You know, so um so thus far I released four different pieces. I released three hats. I released the um the Low Life America mm. up there, the red and blue one. Right. I released the um Team Love and Loyalty. And then I released, you know, the Holy Grail of one you're wearing. Mm. Um yeah, the Low Life Love and Loyalty <laughs> cookie. And this one right here, it pretty much um it has all the elements 
what uh, that low lights represent from the L's to the 1988, the um, the scales of justice, you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff that comes with, you know, the low life lifestyle that hat represents. So yeah, I put out three long bills and I put out this official OG polo poncho oh, yeah, that's with crazy. the hood. That's you know, first, you know, first time we, we ever did that, it was ever done like this. So yeah, so just to let you know, just trying to keep the products coming, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I'm really big on um products, you know, as a businessman, but also, like I said, giving people quality. And you also have um, uh RL jewelry. Yeah. Definitely have RL jewelry um that consists of You've been doing that for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, since 2010. Yeah. You know, so that consists of like lapel pins, patches, medallions, you know, um what else? What else? Water bottles, mm-hmm. um face masks, you know. So yeah, just, you know, you know, just you know, just staying active and just trying to flood the market as usual. You know, the same way we did with the music, flooding the music, we flood the market with products now. Mm-hmm. You know, on an international scale. Yeah, you guys, yeah, it's like a yeah. weekly thing for you guys. But with consistency, <laughs> you know just yeah. making sure we're we're consistent uh-huh. and it's constantly happening. You yeah, because I always see even on your Instagram, like you you repost, which is I think is dope. You repost like when people purchase something and they post it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but your stuff be like from around the world. Like right. people, people may have things that they sell, whatever. But your stuff, like they be on pennies, they be all the way in West Bubblefuck. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> and he be like, yo, oh, from uh, Australia, Kalamazoo. Uh, thanks for. I'm like, damn, it's crazy. Like, mm-hmm. It's crazy because I'm like, I said, are these people sending you the pictures? And he's like, yeah, yeah, like that's crazy mm-hmm. idea. You know, yeah, but that's really support. Yeah. Support. That's, yeah, that's support. Mm-hmm. You know, that's and that's real support. The mm-hmm. wonderful thing about that is that. You that and all these you can, you can say that you're in all these places. Like, if anybody is wearing the chain, a low life chain, you know, all these countries, it's like that. Everybody's wearing a low life chain. That's they're all wearing a piece of rack low. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And 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 it can all you can like you can. It's like a um a ba- like a what you call it like a badge, mm-hmm. a badge. It's a part of the uniform. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? yeah, for sure. So yeah. people love it, and they they. Uh, Everywhere you go, you see people you're like they got a band, they got a um a chain on, you know? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. So what's this thing you see you're talking about uh Ralph Lauren acknowledging low life? Oh yeah, what definitely transpired. hmm Yeah, we made a lot of um great progress mm-hmm. in, in that forum, you know? Yeah. Um yeah, that the corporation they definitely been showing low lives a lot of love and acknowledging. All of our contributions, you know, throughout the years, pretty much putting the brand on the forefront. And um, quite honestly, man, being walking billboards since mm-hmm. the 80s, you know what I mean? Let's keep it 100. Yeah, they've only been, they only right? been doing it for okay. 30, right. 40 years. <laughs> right, right. You know, give or so take a year. They definitely um, started to acknowledge acknowledge us and, you know, our contributions. And um, salute, much love to Thurston Howell. Um, he, was in, he was in the HBO documentary mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. feature film, Very mm-hmm. Ralph. They really, really um, gave us a lot of exposure in that, you know, t- talked about our history and really, um, you know, let Thurston really represent like what low life says, where we came from mm-hmm. and what the future mm-hmm. looks like for us. Um, he was also in, he's also a model for Ralph as well. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they had him as a model for the Snow Beach retro release. Mm-hmm. And they also had him in the Five Horsemen Stampede release, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, so shout out to Ralphie and him. Um, they showing a lot of love, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and like I said earlier, his book was also on the Polo app. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have it. They had it like seven days, something, something where 
they put like limited edition stuff yeah. for like seven days, and mm-hmm. it was one of the days. You know, yeah. people, people was going crazy. Go, oh, I gotta get the book. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So shout out to them. So yeah, you know. So the acknowledgement is there. Um, but you know, as what we're doing as far as love and loyalty, you know, we're constantly building. Mm. Um, you know, just constantly staying active and motivated, and um, yeah, more to come. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But <laughs> salute to them. Um, and yeah, hopefully some more great things gonna come out of that. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's get off all this clothing or mm-hmm. stuff. Let's talk about Rackalo and fatherhood. This is what I want to hear. Because I got five kids, so I want to hear this one. <laughs> mm. I'm tuned into this one. Definitely yeah, tuned man. in. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I've been busy. I've been busy. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah fatherhood, man. Um, that's, that's a serious thing for me, you know? Like, I have one son and I have one grandson. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, but, you know, it stems from me seeing my father as a child coming up. You know, um, I, w- I was blessed and fortunate to have both parents in a household, you know, and my mother and my father. My mom never worked. I never seen my mother have a nine-to-five job. She was more like um, a home mom. Yeah. But my father, he was like the type of guy or the type of man that would work three jobs just to make sure we all had coats, we all had a place to live, we had, we all had, you know, food, water, shelter, all of those essential things. Um, so just seeing him be... Um, a survivor, a communicator, a provider, um, and being a loyal man. You know, like he wasn't the type that will start something and like turn his back. He never turned his back on his kids. So just me seeing all that, all of that love and loyalty and all of those good morals and values, it was instilled in me just by me watching my mom and my father throughout throughout the years. And you know, and just, you know, and then I was fortunate enough you know, to come in contact with Shalina in 1989. Mm-hmm. And we was blessed to have, you know, our son in 1995. Mm. And that was like, you know, the real, real deal because it, it made me look at life differently because I had to know that and understand that it was no longer about me mm-hmm. or her. It was about providing something for, you know, another person who looked at us for influence, mm-hmm. understanding and guidance and, you know, one thing about me, I never wanted, you know, my son to ever have to travel in the shoes I had to travel in. You know, like, he never he never experienced, you know, juvenile detention, you know, incarceration, mm-hmm. you know. We, we kept him shielded, but not shielded because he was afraid, but because we, was, we, we had worked so hard and accomplished so much that we was able to provide for him. Mm-hmm. But he, did, he didn't have to utilize that option. You know, so, but fatherhood, man, it's a great thing. And I think um, if you're a father, that's a blessing. And and that's something that you should champion. Mm-hmm. And always, um, always take pride in that, you know, and being there for your kids and making sure that you're being a good role model and you're setting a good example. Um, because if, if your kids are out there looking for influence or somebody to you know, influence them, Mm. I think you should be that figure. You should be the one to let them know that these are the roads or the routes you should take to get to your destination, to avoid a lot of those pitfalls, you know? And, like, it's unfortunate, but, you know, a lot of our young men, you know, whether it was the golden era or this era, you know, they lack that. They lack that element in their lives. And you can see a result of it in society today, in the media, you know? Mm. 
So yeah, so if you, like I feel like if you ever have that opportunity to um to be a a father because this is different between a father and a dad, you know this that's a big difference, oh, you yeah. know. So but being a father, if you can if you can fulfill that, yeah, that's that's a great thing, man. You know, mm. and salute to every salute to all of the fathers out there that's holding it, holding it down, you know, and trying to make a change in the world by being there by being responsible people for their kids you know mm-hmm. yeah that's cool wow <laughs> that was good that was that was that, deep, that, right? was, that was worth the the value telling yeah, you I, I, lo- I love to hear it um so before we get out of here mm-hmm. um there's something to do I want you to talk about um how yourself united two fashion crews back in the 1980s yeah and i think this is a great story mm-hmm. you know and that you know so you you know you can put your whatever you want to put in on it <laughs> yeah but yeah this, this this is a good one this yeah, is a good man. one guys yeah so um like that's how low lives came about um mm-hmm. you know like these these two fashion crews they existed but i was just so blessed and fortunate to be able to live in both of the areas you know mm-hmm. so first i lived in crown heights which was um, the first fashion set. Um, and then, you know, due, due to my parents' hardships and being able to maintain our housing on St. John's, which is in Crown Heights, we had to move to Brownsville with my grandparents. Mm-hmm. So that's how that connection sort of came, you know, because I was aware of what was happening in Crown Heights. And then when I got to Brownsville, it was similar stuff happening. And I felt like if we unified, it was like more power in numbers. Mm. And pretty much that's what really, you know, transpired. Of course, they seen each other, you know, because like the deuce was there. You know, you had places, different hip hop clubs. They would see people. But until I came into the fold, they never united wholeheartedly as one force. Mm. So like that's how that um that unified force came into play because I resided in both areas. Mm. You know, yeah. And um So you was like a diplomat of sorts. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the cat. I was like the catalyst to making this whole phenomenon, you know, come about. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, sort of, yeah. So from the very beginning, um, and yeah, and just wanting to see both sets of my friends come together as one. Mm-hmm. You know, we had similar things. We liked fashion. We liked partying. Um, we liked cutting school. We liked getting <laughs> money. Um, you know, getting girls and all of that, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, being downtown, being active, being a part of that whole vibe. So, just uniting each other and just being that, that force, you know. Right, right, right. Yeah, we just took over, man. And was, was, um, so was it, was it, uh, was it hard? Was it difficult? Did you have like some roadblocks or was it just like everybody was like, okay, Rack, we're going to go with this? Like, was it, well, I mean, um, well, was, was it opposition. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, like, there was, like, a lot of, there was, like, um, probably, like, a generation before us, you know? So, when it comes to low lives, 1988, that's, like, more or less, like, the young guys, that young energy, you know? Like, you had, like, Ralphie's kids before that, but 1988, no, it was it was no difficulties in doing that. Because, um, like I said, we lived similar lifestyles, and we was always aware, we, we knew about each other. We was knowledgeable about the different things each other did. So there was no real big drawbacks on that, you know? The drawback was um whether or not you wanted to be involved, you know? Because if you look at if you look at some of the photos from the deuce and all of that, you don't see a lot of the OGs in there. There's a lot of OGs online talking, 
but you don't see the actual faces in the photos, you know, because that's what we did. You know, we made it our business to go on missions in the daytime, but in the evening and at nights, we you had to be on the deuce. You had to be a part of, you know, that lifestyle on the deuce, being, you know, live in the flesh. And some of us did, some of us didn't. Those that did became historical, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. became historical, man. And those are all of the faces you see in all of those photos. Yeah, because all them photos, it's usually the same people. Yeah. Like that same, like he's saying, like mm-hmm. you saw who was outside. Right. Yeah, and definitely. You know who was inside? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's ill because those photos, like you said, it lets you see who was really outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't lie, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean right, you can't. Yeah, but it works, it, thousand it, words. You, you know? can't lie, but yeah. the pictures mm-hmm. show it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what do you do? You remember any anything about about that? You know, the time that he was forming. Yeah, but see, because it wasn't an, it wasn't like. I mean, it sounds like it was like that, but it wasn't like that. It was that he lived there. His friends was there. Mm-hmm. They was that was his friends. So he was just literally like connecting. Okay. Yeah. So he's like, friend. yo, I'm going. Friend. We going on a me yeah, out. Yeah. Like he going on a me out with, with like his Saint John people, right? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Av and all of them. They they all getting together. And he lived, he also was, had his Brownsville friends too. And he's like, yo, meet us on, on Utica. And they came and then and that's it. There was, mm-hmm. So it wasn't really like a make it, like I had to, yo, you come over here and you come and you're going to be one. Right, right, right. No, it was just friends and rap be like, oh, you know what, ski, yo, we going on a meet son. Nine o'clock, be there, mm-hmm. be square, we out. Right. And then ski will come with, with, with everybody, you know what I'm saying? And meet St. John's and they be, then they all roll out and they go on a meal. Right, right, right. That's it. And they, you know, and then the 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 friendships and relationships formed stronger. You know what I'm saying? That we all on going for the same agenda. Now you see the power in numbers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now you see the power in you know what I'm saying the, the strength in us coming together to do it. Right. right. And he still right. went on meals with Brown with uh, Marcus Garvey. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He still went on meals with St. John. And then they they also came together and they also would be together. So that but was see, it. Wasn't no. But even from that standpoint, it's still like a matter of bringing people together. Yeah, yeah. For a common yeah, cause. Mm-hmm. So even yeah, as a, at, even from back then, connecting people, you know, yeah, yeah. that was always a. Even though yeah. people would think it's, it was negative, mm-hmm. but I think it's it's uh, it's very opinionated because yeah. it could be you can think it's negative, but like you was telling earlier, <laughs> if you're trying to eat. And you don't have no other options, right? Mm-hmm. Then how's that negative? Right, right. Mm-hmm. You know, you doing it's what not, you got to do to survive. You doing what you got to do to survive, exactly. Some people may look at that and be like, "Oh no, they just stealing, like whatever." Yeah. As I said, it's all in the opinion of the person. Like, yeah. if you if you're not going through what I'm going through, you can't tell me that it was wrong. And you know, and such is life, right? Because yeah, no, we yeah. all sit back and we judge each other. Yeah, you, yeah. That's... And we say, "Oh, they think they this, they doing that." Oh, Racklow, he's rich. He's this. He don't care about this. He don't care about that. Not knowing how much love, thought, and 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 details go into every little step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you think we just sit there and just do this just to, right. you know, for for just to, so it can not prosper? Like we want this to succeed, right. and we are going into it. If you know us, you know it. We are goal oriented, so we're trying to accomplish things, and you know, and and like you know, with everything else, you're gonna have people who don't see that because they don't live that. You know what I mean, and mm-hmm. and it's a it's an ignorance in a way, because if you don't know understand it, 
if you don't understand what life is with, you know, setting goals and doing things for a purpose, then you might not relate. Mm-hmm. You know, might, you might not see the importance or the worth in what we do or what someone does. But people, you know, most people do understand that you know, with, with, with the purpose, you know. You just have a couple of, you know, ignorant people. I'm going to say ignorant because for lack of a better word. Yeah. Right. Um, that just, no matter what you do, you could be, you can pour out a gold mat, mm-hmm. carrying them over on a camel, and it's they still say, yeah, you did that for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it doesn't matter. You all know, right. you're not going to please all of the people you can't. all of the time. Yes, it's impossible. So right. but you you just keep on working and you please yourself and you do what you like, mm-hmm. what you want to do. Yep. And hopefully people, other people will get the benefit, you know, and those who do, then that's what, that was the goal. Those who don't, you know, we'll keep trying until you catch up. Mm-hmm. Nice. You nice. know, hopefully catch one up. day COVID will make you realize, because COVID was a teacher, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, make you realize life was... is short. And you know what? Maybe COVID. I should stop complaining and being negative and see what I can do to make, you know, to to push this forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It might, yeah. it, it, you know, I think that, you know, when people see like stuck podcasts like this and, you know, they get to understand us a little better. Mm-hmm. And then maybe, you know, might be willing to be like, oh, yeah, okay, maybe, you know, maybe I'm being resistant. Mm-hmm. You know, let me see if I, what I can do to yeah. be more involved. Because mm-hmm. all it is, and is this, the, the crazy part is that, like, Iraq is always open to people <laughs> being involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they think that, oh, he just want to do things for himself. You people, you know, the, the, it's just that the climate makes it like that, that you got to focus on yourself. Because if you have so many people that's not, understanding where you're coming from you got to do what you got to do mm-hmm. you know but this whole lifestyle and this all everything that we're doing is open for anyone anyone could be a part of the barbecue like oh i want to do this i want to do that communicate mm-hmm. you know say that you know you low, low goose the, all you got to do is communicate because you're not people mm-hmm. that's like no this is ours we're doing this no we want everybody to prosper mm-hmm. because you know one thing i've learned is that at this point, nothing anyone can say can stop what's been created. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, even the most negative person in the world, this is how solidified mm-hmm. it's become. And it's not because, you know, it's just because we keep pushing forward. But it doesn't matter what anybody does or says or whatever. They're always going to look for low goose and a deuce and always going to look for a low light barbecue. Yep. Mm-hmm. And which is going to keep it, so that means that it's going to always keep going. Well, hopefully it stops raining on the on the day y'all pick, cause yeah, right the Well, we try. Well, now we have you <laughs> know always picking the day and it be pouring down, no, raining. We now we have modern technology. This was able to yeah. save us last year, right? We was able to go <laughs> Yo, every and, fucking year. No, we was able to go a month. That's before crazy, man. And right. track every the weather year. so we can make sure we had a good weekend, right? Last year yeah. we did, we used that and it wound up working to our benefit. Yeah, it worked out. Yeah, I mean, but there were like, times where I we didn't like, know. I'm like, what did Rack do wrong? Every like, year, like, right? Why are they punishing us? Right. Why is it raining? Like, every No, I mean, I said God saying, let me see your loyalty. Because get, we going to come out, and we're mm-hmm. we going to be cooking in the, in the rain and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, what are you? Where, where's everybody else? So, mm-hmm. yeah, well, now, you know, like I said, modern technology has made it so we can track the weather two months in advance. Nice. And hopefully, you know, we, we okay, can, Rack, you got a two month head start. Huh? You said you got a two month head start. Yeah, we yeah, start right. no, we and start then, doing that now. Then, okay. <laughs> like we need a weekend where there's no rain. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Cause one year was that's the year Ralph McDaniels came out. Pouring. Man. 
It was a rain, it was like the, the, the biggest rainstorm ever. It'd be yeah. like the so this one, one day, and the next day it was sunny and hot. Yeah, and it'd be sunny and hot, humid. <laughs> Get the hell out of this is crazy. And then we had times when it's been like really hot, like a heat wave. Mm-hmm. Remember that time when it was a heat wave? You couldn't, like, the, the air was so stiff, you couldn't turn your mm-hmm. head, you know, just like, and then with the grills and everything. Bunning. Yeah. Yeah, but all those things add to what's so ge- generic about yeah. the event because it's not anything that you can you can't you can't pinpoint weather. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You can't stop. Yeah, even yeah, even though you, even though you can you can see it, it can say it's sunny day and all of a sudden it start raining. Right. Mm-hmm. So you, you know, know, some things. There has been times when we've been in the park and you know for a minute there's like a big thunderstorm, like mm-hmm. and it'll start. It'll happen for 15, 20 minutes, and now we're all muddy, but it'll go away. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't, you can't stop stuff like that. Yeah. In the summer, so I think that's what makes it, you know, really good though. It's part of the adventure. Yeah. That's how I always say it's part of the adventure. Mm-hmm. It's always got to be interesting. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. Mm-hmm. Um. So what do you guys got going on? Like what's what's like within the next six months? What you guys? I know you said you're working on two books. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Is there anything else you got that you that you're bringing out? I mean, you bring out stuff every week anyway, so you know. No, it's just new, um new pens, new new masks. Oh yeah, we definitely got more um medallions and stuff coming down the line. Are you bringing another color to that, or to the um to the to the anorak? Yeah, I got um I think it's purple, white, and black so far. It's three different colors. Yeah, that matter of pur- fact, I, I got I got for you and him. I'm blessing y'all. You know, Ooh. yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yo, that purple um, one, dude, yeah. is mean. Yeah, <laughs> that purple yeah. one is. Yeah. Whew. Oh, yeah, <laughs> purple one is fire, fire brimstone. Yeah, so we got we got some um we got some events coming up. We got Saint Polo Day, mm-hmm. which is going to be in March. March um, yep. Around the same time as um Saint Pat, probably like a, the week before Saint Patrick's Day. Yeah, is, is that the one you do in front of Macy's? No, 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 no. no. That's the one where we represent um the polo green and orange. We right. just try to keep that Saint Patrick's Day vibe. You okay, know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then after that we have um Low Life Easter Sunday, and that that one is that's front of, the, that's in front of Macy's. The, that's the, yeah, that's the one I'm thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I be seeing the pictures every Easter in front of Macy's, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then after that, you know, it's the um, the infamous low life barbecue, you know, Ooh. in June. So yeah, so you know, just working hard, looking forward to all that stuff, mm-hmm. you know, just making sure we cultivate it right and um, plan everything out the right way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll start with you. If you want people to find you online, you can say you don't. Like, where would you want people to find you if they want to communicate with you? No, no, I, <laughs> <laughs> I so I don't have Instagram anymore because somebody hacked me and stole my whole page. Right. So I hope the, want the world to see that now. So I don't have Instagram. Yo, but can um, I say something? What's up with this hack? This hack yeah, stuff? man, it's serious. Oh, well, like uh, how? Like how are they doing it? You know what? I they, they, they're them. using people. So mm-hmm. my I, somebody that I know, I knew since I was a child. Yeah. He has been in my family and he once in a while he says hi. You know, he knows my mother, he knows everybody. So right. he re, he they used him. They hacked him and they and they then they said something to me and I was like, Oh, oh hi right. Fonzie, you know, whatever. I'm like, Hi, how you doing? And and stuff and they were talking like that at that because what they do is take over your page. Right. So they block you out, they take they change your password. Block you out, and now they're communicating as if they're you. In a matter of seconds. So mm-hmm. yeah, so that's yep. what that what happened. He was they were communicating with me as if I was 
that was him. Yeah. And then they asked me for um to if I, to help him or to for me to help him do something like you know and I clicked something and and Rack was like don't click that and I was like I clicked it already and then oh I yeah said, that was it they got you and yeah. I said they got you that's it yeah. um I said I don't have a page anymore so they basically took the page right and then they they hit me up on WhatsApp and they said hey you want your page back yeah For you want your page back mm-hmm. send me fifteen hundred dollars or or send me uh, or do a video for Bitcoin. What? And I said no. And I deleted WhatsApp. And it's like, you can keep the page and everything that comes along with it because I don't want no parts of it. Because I, I really got turned off after that, really. See, when I get those, those yeah. stupid messages, I block everybody. Yeah. There you go. That's the block the same thing. On. As soon as I see I it and, and you say, I need help. To block or, party. Or, or, or how you doing? <laughs> that block That's button. Right. That block, block party. be like, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You send if you I, if you send me promotions, mm-hmm. I block you. Right. I don't mm-hmm. play that. I, yeah. I, I, I don't click nothing. Exactly. I didn't. But you know what? I'm honestly say I, I wasn't. I normally don't need. I just happened to be into looking at my phone like a little bit more that day yeah. than normal. Because usually I'm at work. Right. So when I'm at work, you know, I work on the phones. Mm. So I don't get on the phone. When I'm at work. Yeah, but so, like you said, they got you because yeah, and I was like, thought, you I, thought it was the other person, so you just you know, oh yeah, yeah. And maybe. I mean, he it's not like he ever reaches out to me like that, but he's just he's somebody that I grew up with, and so if he called like you know if he says hi or whatever, I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. that would catch my attention. Put it that way. So I don't think they knew that, but for me, that's what made me, you know, really like look at the message. I probably wouldn't mm-hmm. have looked at it. Let, if me, it was let just, me tell you, you something. Know, uh, God bless the dead, Sean P. Told me in my face, the block button is your best friend. Mm-hmm. Cause he's the block mad people. On I Twitter. love block like buttons. Like mad people on Twitter. He'd be like, yo, dude, just. Yeah, block them. They say some crazy block. That's what I do. He said, they may say. I do it right just, now. He said, just block them just cause. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be like, oh. Exactly. Wow. It's Something. true though, because Sorry. sometimes, you know what? People give yeah, you man. that energy. You don't need the energy. You know, and then, yeah. and, and, um, I, I just, like I said, I got caught up that at that moment. Mm-hmm. And I did say to him, "Oh, look who hit me!" He was like, "Well, why? Why? What is he? What is he saying?" I was like, "Oh, he's like, nah, don't hit that button." And I, and I just was like, I had already said, Boop. and they took it all, so I don't have Instagram. Basically, I say all that to say that. <laughs> wow. Um, but I do have Facebook. Facebook. So okay, original okay. low wife. All right. One. Mm-hmm. As, all right. Yeah, on Facebook. So. So rack. Yeah. Where can they find you? Yeah. Um. So on Instagram, um, rack low, rack low. Um, you know, uh, YouTube, same thing, Racklow, Racklow, Twitter, Racklow, Racklow. The websites, um, mm-hmm. if you want the Low Life Hats, the Low Life Heritage uh, collection, the book, the medallions, the pins, mm-hmm. they can hit up rljewelry.net. <coughs> That's R-L-J-E-W-E-L-R-Y.net. Also check out the Alpha site. That's the, um, the new Low Life website dealing with the community service, mm-hmm. community services and all that that we're all um, promoting right now. So check that out. Become a member. Check out the chat. And peep all the resources. Peep the resource center on the site. That's alphas.com. A-L-L-P-H-A-S.com. And just um just as far as Thurston, mm-hmm. to get all his stuff, check out ThurstonHowlTheThird.com. Mm-hmm. And then shout out to my peoples down in, um, in Raleigh, North Carolina. Big Bull, U-double-L, 
UniversalLowlights.com. Yeah, they got some dope stuff out too. Yeah, they got a lot, a lot of dope um, apparel, you know? Definitely t shirts, hoodies, hats, and all that stuff. That's what the t shirt that came out was pretty. It was Mm -hmm. like uh, a lot of bright colors. It was dope. Yeah. Yeah. So he definitely, you know, um, you know, like just another chapter, you Mm -hmm. know, in in, um, North Carolina, just, you know, bridging everybody together, gelling everything together for to stay unified, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, shout out to everybody. Shout out to. Everybody out in Mexico, you know what I mean? Italy, uh, shout out to my peoples, the apartment store out in Tokyo, Japan, Taka. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, everybody out in um, Switzerland, London, all over the world, man. Two L's up, salute. Mm-hmm. Love and loyalty. And you can find me on Instagram, Polo Parata, the Super P Podcast on YouTube. Uh, we're on, we're on almost every podcast provider. Um, you can find us on Patreon. If you sign up for the Patreon, you can get this episode as soon as I get it from my man over here. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so sign up to Patreon. Thank you guys for coming. You know, it was awesome. Um, I've been trying to get Rack on here for months. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and I'm not I'm not ashamed to say it because I knew because he actually did the first episode of my old podcast. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this one was very you know more in depth. And I think people got to know you guys. And, you know, you guys are always welcome to come back on. Mm-hmm. If you got something new you want to bring to the table, just let me know. And, you know, yeah. just thankful that you guys actually came. Much love to you, bro. Thank you. It's a pleasure and it's an honor being here. And, you know, thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Salute. So we will, I will see you guys later for episode number third, number two in season four. Like I'm just forgetting everything. <laughs> Ciao. Suki Podcast. We out. I hit bloomies on Lex for the uni and the crest. Had to jump a flight of steps, made a right, caught my breath. D's everywhere, sirens screaming. I racked up, caught seven G's that evening. Then it's back to the block, low down to the socks. Inherited low symbols from my grandpops. Uncle House, cousin Nate, even grandma was thorough. I rock my low symbols, burrow to burrow. In Brooklyn, it's a suey. I match it with my Gucci's in Queens, super clean. Casino, Lucci, Harlem bound, Midtown. In my big crown, Polo Stadium, in the boogie. Down. Let's flex, let's flex, rack low, best dress, track and fill, chase switch on the sweats, fast break, escape, Elliot Ness, had my polo beer before Kanye West, I control it, sold it, rack 40 more, 20 grandpa pars from one store, I came, I saw, I conquered the map, shut down Beortman's with my wolf pack, broad day did a hit, 50 strips off the rip, headed back to the whip, then I lit up a swift, I wrecked Jersey, NY, Connecticut, Philly, 100 miyas with boosted. Billy, that's beers, golf clubs, anchors, and yachts. Celebrate the score, have 40 shots with 40 D's dressed in big P's. Ran from the D's, 5 4 Stampede. Police, Bass P, Racer 92. P Wing Blue, Reindeer, and Moose. Riviera on the beach, that's considered antique. No trades, no deals, I'm keeping that for me. And the low don't make the man, the man make the low. And that's a fact that every OG know, no, no. All we do is rock low symbols. 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 All we do is rock low symbols.